You're listening to JRP Daily, where each day, host Justin Phillips will bring you a new topic surrounding entrepreneurship, marketing, and business. You'll also get exclusive interviews from our guests who have all found a way to turn doing what they love into their career. Stay tuned for all of that and more on JRP Daily. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all of you that are still on the fence, welcome back to JRP Daily. Uh, <laughs> yet another uh, episode of Star Suited Sunday with Gerard Mirabelli. Gerard, in- yeah, you're that way. Introduce yourself. Quickly. Hi, everyone. I'm Gerard Mirabelli. Yes, that's Gerard Mirabelli. Gerard is a student? I know. Gerard's about to graduate, actually. By the time you're able to see this, he will be a graduated student. I would have been a student. Yes. And that, is, that perfectly qualifies him to explain to you how to be a good student because he's experienced. I'm also experienced. I've gone through two years of school, which, frankly, I don't think Gerard, well, we've both went through like grade school, two years of post-secondary education, I think is what they call it. And I don't think you even did that. You did like 20 months, didn't you? Yeah. That's another program. So ha, I'm the more experienced yeah. one. I just don't have a bachelor's degree. But uh, yeah. So if you're new here, this podcast, well, this segment of the podcast is about teaching you to learn and getting you to kind of kind of try to motivate you, I guess, to be a better learner inside and outside of the classroom because Gerard is done being a formal student, but he'll probably the first be the first person to tell you that he is not done learning. Right, Gerard? I agree. Absolutely. So we're going to teach you how to be awesome in that regard. And we're also going to, well, that's pretty much all we're going to do. What the rest of the podcast is interviews on Mondays. So we got this on Sundays. I do interviews on Mondays with entrepreneurs, with coaches, with successful people. Sum it all up into one. And then on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I do solo episodes that nobody listens to, but I'd really appreciate it if you did, because that would be just fucking awesome. So that being said, we're going to jump right into today's thing. Today's thing is going to be how to make sure you stay, keep yourself in a growth mindset and kind of a growth stage over the summer, because I know the summer is a great time to slack off, not do anything, not get anything done, not be productive, sit around, eat your Cheetos and drink your milkshakes and play your video games all the time. But if you want to be an awesome person like we want to be, then we advise you to do otherwise. And we have four specific things that we're going to tell you to do. And the first one, which is Gerard's own making, is to make everything a learning experience. So Gerard, do you want to elaborate? Yes. Yeah, I'll explain it. And the example I provided to Justin while we were going over this was a lot of people will be going on vacations this summer to uh, potentially near places, potentially far places. And I thought if you want to keep uh, in the learning mindset, keep in the growth uh, mindset over the summer, a good idea would be to take interest in something uh, where you're going. Most of the time, people will like where they're going for vacation. But even if you do or don't, try to find something interesting, maybe historical, uh, maybe uh, cultural that you're going to about the, that you're going to uh, when you go on vacation that you gravitate towards and you want to learn about when you're going to that place, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, just think of what kind of opportunities lay in front of you when you're going somewhere. Because if you go anywhere, there's probably an opportunity there for you to grab. There's probably people to meet. There's probably things to see. There's probably food to try. Food to try. Like be festivals. Because you might not even necessarily learn anything or think that you learned anything, but it's it's also kind of a matter of going a little bit deeper than that and keeping yourself 
an open-minded person for the most part and getting out of your comfort zone a little bit and trying new things as cliche and as corny as it sounds like that is things as opposed to uh living it all through uh your phone and taking pictures while those are cool most of the time they'll just stay on your camera roll for years yeah and you know you'll show them on facebook maybe like one or two like moms will go through it or something but other than that you wasted a, a good amount of your vacation taking pictures that you might look at a couple of times, but yeah. not really. Yeah, they'll only make you sad once you realize you're never going back. Yeah, so but, take uh, pictures, but definitely uh, be focused more on the experiences, like you said. Yeah, that's something I get very like heated about when I bring it up, and I wasn't even going to think about that. But the picture thing does drive me nuts. Like everywhere I've ever gone, Disney, Atlanta, all those trips we took in like high school and stuff, I, I took one picture at like each one. I think because you're not. There's no point to the picture, in my opinion, if you didn't actually live the experience. So, like, that, there's there's not much else to add to that. And that's why I think, like, Gary Vee is, like, the coolest thing. I follow a lot of people that try to document everything that they do, but they have someone else documenting what they do. They're just living their life, and yeah. a video is being taken of them. I think that's the coolest thing in the world. I think it's the coolest thing to have documentation. But, like... If it's, I think it's cool to have documentation of yourself and your own experiences happening. So like when people go to Disney World and they take a picture of the Epcot ball that you can search on Google Images and find 10,000 of the same yeah, picture. you a much better or, picture of that Epcot yeah, ball. You know, people go to no, France and they take a picture of the Eiffel Tower or if they take a picture of Notre Dame, that, that'd be a good one to have right now. But uh, you, there's, you know, I get that. But at the same time, at, at least like take a picture of you in front of the Epcot ball or something. But anyway. Yeah. Or maybe like an interesting part of, yeah, like say Notre Dame or somewhere. Something, yeah. uh, a little corner that yeah. people wouldn't think about that has cool imagery or something, you yeah. know. And make it special, you know. Make it not the same picture that everybody else took. That is, that is one of the things I've watched a video on before that makes like actual professional photographers professional and able to do the, their job so well as opposed to just anybody with a camera phone. They can like, find the stuff that stands out that most people don't you know, think about. Like they go crazy. They go and they find these new angles that no one's ever gotten before. They'll shoot like through objects. It's all this crazy stuff. That's not what we're talking about here. But be, being a more open-minded person, I think is essentially what we're saying. And turning everything kind of into a learning experience because there's an opportunity to learn every time you turn around. And also apply stuff that you've already learned to your life because that'll be a very easy way to distinguish what was important and what wasn't and see we can do it just kind of always have your wheels turning i think is the best way that i could put that and yeah and and don't take anything for granted i mean that's another underlying theme of all of this is like be grateful for the fact that you're going on vacation be grateful yeah try to be very in the moment yeah that you get to do what it is that you're doing and that kind of stuff so transition while you're on vacation a lot of that probably means travel time for a lot of you people flying a couple hours driving a couple hours whatever there's a lot of things you could be doing on the way there in order to to educate yourself even further you could absorb content that's the second point we want to make here is absorbing content so (laughs) oh yeah yeah yeah. so gerard's over here if you're not watching this and you can't see him but if you're uh listening or wait, what did I just say? If you're listening, you can't see him. If you're watching, you probably could because I had it in split yeah. screen there. But George saying, listen to podcasts. 
you're already got a head start on that if you're hearing this or watching this right now. But uh, so the fact that you're here is a good, the, the painful irony in this is that if you're already here watching this, you've probably, you probably understand educating yourself enough to the point that we don't need to tell you these things. But the, we want you to share this with people that don't understand this or like share a clip of it on your Instagram for your do something. Yeah, people who are like, on, who are like on the edge. You're like, come with me to the dark side. People, and, yeah, exactly. From the magic. Exactly. So, but going into absorbing content, you know, read books. Uh, that's something I can't stress enough that I've started doing finally again. And it's awesome. And I love it. And, you know, listen to podcasts, watch productive YouTube videos, just do whatever you can find a thing that you want to learn about and then learn about it. Like, there's so much information out there now that life isn't very complicated when it comes to wanting to be better at something. You just have to do it. If there's something you want to do, do it. If there's something you want to learn, learn it. Let, find someone that knows and ask them. You know, that's the point. So, yeah, that's my two cents on absorbing content. Jordan, how, how, how often do you listen to podcasts or read books? or take in information through other, any other medium, read blog posts, I, news articles, et cetera. I rarely read books. I <laughs> wish I did, but um, now that I graduate, I, I could probably uh, do that more now. But the, the reason why I don't read books is not that I'm opposed to books. I like books a lot. I don't read books just because you have to, both your, well, your, your eyes uh, need to be focused on the words in front of you and your hands need to be focused on reading the book. It, too many of your uh, senses and parts <laughs> of your brain are focused on reading the book and they can't be doing something else. So when I have uh, work that I need to do instead to potentially further my professional career and I need something to learn, I'm not going to turn to a book because that's taking me away from the stuff I'm hoping will get me ahead. Yes, there'll be information in the book that'll get me ahead, but in my specific case, I, I need to create things. So, yeah, you do. so you listen so to podcasts. How often do you go to podcasts? Yeah. How often do you do that? All the time? Listen to everybody? Uh, often, oftentimes it's mostly uh, YouTube videos, which some of those are podcasts, some of those aren't. Um, but most of the time they're in video form uh, just because it's mostly for the audio. But once in a while, I do like to turn and see a face with emotions uh, moving at me. But then when I, but then when I go traveling. Like if I go on a plane or something like that, I will absolutely download a few podcasts before I go on the plane and listen to those during my flight. <clears throat> Grand old time. So yeah, absorb content. We're going to move on to the third part. We're going to keep this trucking here. Uh, the third one doesn't have to do with your travel time, your vacation. So when you go on vacation, learn some things along the way. Like again, guys, this is kind of a, a bonus fifth point that is attached to all four of these points is like, understand what you want to get out of it, what you want to learn, what you want to do, who you want to be, whatever it is, get that point, get your destination, and then work towards that, I think is the best advice I could give you. Uh, number three, over the summer, you're going to hang out with your friends. Over the summer, you're going to hang out with other people. You might party a lot. You might go to a lot of business meetings. I don't know what you do during the summer. You might do some bonfires. bonfires you might, awesome. you might, you might. And uh, basically what we are going to say to that is pay attention to who you are surrounding yourself with this summer and pay attention if they're people that you actually want to work with or what well, no I'll say work with in other words pay attention if they're people that actually are also people that are trying to grow as people and they're not just trying to 
coast through life. They're not just living life for the weekends so that they can go to these bonfires and drink their sorrows away about the work week that they have coming up in two more days. Uh, see if they're people that are actually getting ahead. See if they're people that are actually growing as people and hang around those people, the people that are actually growing just as well. And they should want to hang around you because presumably you want to grow, but those are the people you need to start spending more time with. And conversely, at a certain point, you have to start cutting ties with people that are not those people. So that's that. Just hang around people that are actually going to help you grow because there are basically two ways a person can push you. They can push you up or they can pull you down. You know, nobody's, nobody's quite on the exact same level as you, for lack of a better way to put it, even though I don't really believe in that. But, you know, get mentors, get friends that want to do similar things to you and mentors that are further ahead on the same path that you want to be on and work with those people. Yes, I agree with that. Another thing that I have to add is if you're in a situation where, you know, people are pulling you down, uh, they might not be fully uh, intent on doing so. So try to lift them up if you're in a situation yeah. where you can't be around all positive, happy, happy people. Right. Sometimes you got to lift some people up once in a while. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you, you know, you have to think about just reciprocating that because I, I know people on the internet that say only work with people that are ahead of you, not behind you or something crazy like that. But that just doesn't make any sense because if everybody listened to that, you wouldn't be able to work with people that are ahead of you because they wouldn't work with you. You know what I mean? So also, yes. you know, keep people that are below you, again, for lack of a better term. I don't believe anybody's below anybody. But work well, it, well, in in this this is a different case than what yeah. you know, but you, like you normally mean by that, you know, further behind on the trail than you, and help them catch up, and then you guys catch up to whoever's up in the front. There will always be someone in the front. There will always be someone further ahead. But really, that's a good thing because that gives you something to go for. That gives you someone else to reach out to. So always pay attention to who you're surrounding yourself with because the people that you surround yourself with can make the people you surround yourself with can make a much bigger impact on your life than you probably realize. So that's that. And point number four, guys, is holding yourself to a standard no matter what you do. A lot of college students who might be the ones watching this, you're going to have a summer job or you're going to go on that vacation or you're going to at least wake up every morning. And we talked about this in a previous episode, but doing everything you can or doing one thing, the way you do everything is like massively helpful to a couple to us for one thing, but to a lot of people that I know. So don't take anything or any part of your life as a joke, I guess is basically what I'm trying to say, because I know people that get that summer job and they think, well, this isn't going to be long term. This isn't going to be my career. You know, they're paying me $8 an hour. I'm not going to put in the most that I get. Well, like whatever whatever your your story is, right? Your bullshit story that's holding you back. Yeah. So, but my advice to you is that if you have that job stocking shelves at Wegmans, or if you have that job, I don't know, like in a warehouse somewhere, take it seriously and do it to the best of your ability because someone's going to notice. There, there are two things that go into this, two pieces of advice that I've been given in like the past two weeks. One being what I just said, how you do one thing is how you do everything which is why we suggested the prior episode to make your bed every day. Because if you get up in the morning and you start taking your job seriously, in that case, your job is to make that bed. 
and you do it well and you, you make your bed well and you actually, first of all, take the initiative of doing it in the first place, that kind of gets your your brain moving in such a way that you get things done and that you do them well and that you, you know, put some effort into everything. Uh, the second thing is that there's, you are always, always being interviewed or you're always being watched. Someone is always watching you no matter what. And one, whatever you do one day or the next, it's going to eventually come back around to figure you out. And I was told that during a panel that we had at school here a week or two ago, where they had professionals from like accounting and finance industries in the area come in and they did a panel and we got to ask them questions and stuff like that. And we asked them about the interview process and their biggest piece of advice was no, that you're always being watched, you're always being interviewed. And they said what some of them will do when they're hiring new people is, you know, they'll do the interviews like we know they do, like the normal back and forth. And sometimes the difference between getting a job and not getting a job is, you know, they'll hear through the grapevine, like they'll come down to like these last two candidates, right? And they'll say, you know, the one guy was out in like the waiting area having conversations with people, you know, really making them feel included or something. And then the other guy was out in the waiting room area, kind of just sitting in the corner, keeping to himself, you know, on his phone the whole time. And they say they always hire the guy that's making new friends and being conversational, especially if that's part of the job, you know, is being able to be with people, be around people. People can sniff out if you're not being genuine. Yeah, that too. They can definitely. Yeah. So, so make it, if you are going to associate with people like that, make it genuine. Make it they actually care about them. Right. Obviously, yeah. I don't just be like a fake. Like people can sniff that out from a mile away. But also understand that like there never is really the time to slack off. And I get a lot of heat for saying that all the time because frankly, what everybody wants to do is slack off. But never is really the time to do it. And my point being too is that if you're like working a job at Walmart like I do and you do that the best that you can, say someone needs your boss someday as a reference or someone, or even a coworker you worked with at Walmart as a reference. And they say like, dude, Justin was always on top of his game. Uh, customers liked him the best. You know, his aisle was always clean, you know, so on and so forth. That's going to be good. You know, not only is it going to be good. To, yeah. Not, not only is it going to be good if someone uses you as a reference, but if you are listening to this and you're one of my entrepreneurs, because I deal a lot with entrepreneurship and stuff like that, it is going to basically just be practice for you. Because if you're running a company, you need it to be clean. You need your customers to be satisfied. You need to be friendly with people. You need to be able to solve customers' issues. You need to be able to do all that stuff. So if you're thinking like, well, I don't want to get a job anyway. I'm never going to be interviewed, blah, blah, blah. Then you're pretty much going to have to run a business if you plan on living. And if you're going to do that, you need the practice by working for some other business as to how to make things run smoothly and efficiently. And again, it just goes back to that. How you do one thing is how you do everything. If you take your job seriously and you're trying to start a side hustle like at night from 7 to 2, like Gary Vee's 7 to 2 strategy from 7 p.m. to 2 a.m., you're trying to build a business on the side. If you spend all day just goofing off at work and not taking anything seriously and thinking to yourself, oh, this is just short-term, this is just a phase of my life, you're going to carry that mindset into the business you're trying to start or the side hustle you're trying to start or whatever it is that you're trying to start. And then it's not going to take off because you're not doing the best job that you could be doing. People are not going to want to do work with you. 
maybe, you know, I'm going to keep using myself as an, as an example because there are like billions yeah, of combinations of things. But say I go to Walmart for nine hours a day because that's how our shifts work. And I come home and I spend five, six hours trying to start my, my video editing business, we'll say for the sake of this. I, it's, it's way more than possible that a business owner for God knows what incorporated can, comes through my line one day at Walmart. And I could either, you know, give him, give him like the pissed off Walmart cashier, like doesn't want to be their Walmart cashier. Like, yeah, beep, how you doing today? Beep, you know, or yeah, with that, like, like ladies looking there like, how's it going? I'd be like, dude, you know, I could be like, yo, dude, what's up? You know, how are you? I could be genuine about it, genuinely interested in him. And maybe he has like a tie on with like his company's logo on it, or he has something like that going on. Like, yo, what's that about? Yeah. Some indicator. Just, yeah. And I'm like, you know, and I could be like, you, you know, I'll ask him, hey, how are you? How you doing? And presumably he responds because not everybody does that when you're a cashier. But, um, you know, he says that, you know, or, or like a pen will be sticking out of his shirt pocket and I'll be like, that, that pen looks pretty cool. Where's that from? And he's like, oh, I own a company that, you know, this, that and the other. And then I'm, I could be like, oh, cool. I edit videos for companies on the side or I make marketing videos, you know, whatever. It's very possible that he could need someone to make videos for him. He could need a producer. So then later on, he finds me on the internet and he says, yo, man, I found your little business. How much do you charge for this? Stuff? You know, business starts to happen there. This is how most job, most people acquire important jobs is yes. through yeah. interactions with people. Yeah, Make a friend, or make a sale. Their reputation. Yep. Yep. Listen to the MFCEO project because I'm going to keep glorifying that podcast as long as I ever live with that Andy Frisella, but one thing he talks about all the time when he talks about sales, you know, the episodes on sales is his whole entire like business philosophy is make a friend, make a sale. Because if you can make friends with people, they go to, sure as hell, if you needed something that I knew how to do, or I need something that you know how to do, we are the first people that go to the other one for that thing. Every time I need something graphically designed, or I don't even know what else, I almost said animated, that never happens, but if I did, <laughs> I'd go to Gerard if some sort of artwork done, basically. I go to Gerard, and that, that's the way it works because if we're I need friends. entrepreneurial advice, I would go to Justin. Yeah, exactly. If he needs videos edited, which I guess if you or videos edited, yes. This is him needing videos edited because I do the editing at the moment for the videos. And well, that's probably my job from here on out. But Gerard's going to start taking over the thumbnails <laughs> again, which I'm super excited about. And, you know, YouTube management, but all this stuff. If you, it'll help your business so much if you take your job seriously, even if you're not the cashier, even if you don't interact with the customers at your job, but if you're, if, even if you're like a warehouse worker, say your boss, you know, there might be growth potential there. Say your company that you work for is struggling with content marketing or something like that. And you're learning that on the side. If you're kind of slumming around all day, you know, picking up your boxes, moving them somewhere else, just kind of haphazardly throwing them on the shelf, do whatever it is that you do. You know, do you think your boss is going to be like, God, I know this kid really is into social media management or something, but I can't imagine he's that good at it because he doesn't he has, take yeah, his he job doesn't, he doesn't translate that into his, into his job here. You no. Know? Whereas if you're, you know, you're always, you're on the clock, you take everything seriously, you do the best job at putting everything where it belongs and you're the best at moving everything. You're always done 20 minutes early. That shows people that you take life seriously. You take someone looking and they'll say, this person does not mess around. 
Yeah, exactly. And it also shows because here's one way that entrepreneurs think if you don't already understand this. First of all, they think, why does my voice crack so much? No. But second of all, they think like <laughs> problems and solutions. Like that is the thing at the top of every entrepreneurial minded person's head is here's a problem. How do I solve it? Here's a problem. How do I solve it? Not how do I bitch and complain about it all the time? Not how do I pass it off to somebody else and make it their problem? They say, here's a problem. How do I solve it? So when, first of all, if you're hired for a job, if you're working somewhere, you're hired to solve a problem. Like end of sentence period. Otherwise they wouldn't be paying you shit to just not do anything. Unless maybe if you work for the government, I feel like sometimes they do that. But <laughs> like odds are you are hired to solve a problem. Take Walmart, for example. If you're a cashier, it's because customers need to be checked out. Customers can't just walk through the store, you know, all the time. And Walmart has all these cashiers because they have a lot of fucking customers and they go through the store and they need a lot of people checking out at the same time or else the line gets backed up to Timbuktu. And if, you know, you have one cashier in the store and that becomes a miserable experience, it becomes a problem. So they hire I can another this, cashier. Yeah. So yeah, everybody's going to be like commenting on this about how Walmart only has two cashiers at a time and all that junk. First of all, just a little like side they're rant. Trying to, they're trying to phase out the cashiers mm. to uh to self-checkout. Not only that, but the first thing is, is that I've noticed most of the people that complained about that are also the people that shop at 11 o'clock PM. So yeah, we have two, we, like we have three cashiers at 11 at night because we don't expect that many of you to be there. And we're also human and we go home at normal human hours. If you go shopping at like two, there will be 17 cashiers in the store. Anyway, that's my side tangent. But <laughs> what were we talking about? Holding yourself to a standard. Yes. If you're hired, it's to solve a problem. It's problems and solutions and problems and solutions. So if you show at your work that you are solving this company's problems that they hired you to solve, there's probably a good uh, chance that in the store owner's mind and your boss's mind and the manager's mind, whoever it is, like, hey, this guy knows how to solve our problems. We present him with a problem. He solves it. Why don't we do that with this thing? Maybe we'll even use his business. And then bam, you know, you've got a new client things like that. Things start to grow that way. So just take your life seriously, no matter what you're doing, don't slack off. And frankly, I, I don't even want to say it that way because that sounds kind of commanding. Like I'm telling you not to slack off more. So the point I want you to get out of it is that if you don't slack off, like this is how things will work. But if you're not already the type of person to think that way, you're probably not the type of person to get too much farther than you already are in your life. That's just the truth. And if you can't solve issues, then sorry, you're shit out of luck. And also, this could be a topic for another episode of this, a more money entrepreneurial type of episode of this, not the Star mm -hmm. Student Sunday. But uh, also, since this is Star Student Sunday, that will translate into your schooling. And then you will get better grades if you treat your schooling the same way you treat your job, the same way that you treat your business. Like, just treat everything like it actually fucking matters. Like the thing that you're passionate about. If you're treating something like it doesn't matter, odds are it's because it doesn't matter. And if it doesn't matter, then why are you doing it at all? You know, take everything that doesn't matter in your life, get rid of it. Do the things that do matter. Dedicate your time, your energy, your efforts into that. And you'll be better off. And like I said, I know we kind of got sidetracked there. And some of you might be sitting around thinking like, wait, what? What does this still have to do with students and getting better grades? That's what it has to do with students and getting better grades. 
is holding yourself to some sort of standard in everything you do because it just elevates like you like you you always bring up that meme with the brain like the peanut brain going into like the oh yeah the, the galaxy thing. guy with all like the, the like he's like juggling the planets you know, like, and stuff. Yeah. Like, like be the galaxy guy you know be that next level person when it comes to your effort when it comes to your brain when it comes to everything you do you'll get better grades you'll probably make more money you'll probably help more people you'll probably solve more problems all of those things do go into one it's not a pick and choose with those things it's not feel good too you know it's not i have to make less money in order to help more people that's bullshit it's not that i have to get you know i have to get rid of my job and make more less money in order to get higher grades it's it, it's none of that it's not that i have to help less people in order to get higher grade. like it's not a push and pull relationship the more you help people the better your grades are the higher income you will make and you know all the way around the more money yeah, you make they, yeah they all says they all like re, uh recycling yeah, yeah it's, it's right. like a big circle you know the more people you help the more money you make the more money you make the more people you can help it's just an endless cycle of things so that's the last point we have. I just ranted for a really long time. I don't know if Gerard had anything to splatter in here. No, not really. I mean, I splattered some, but you, you've pretty much covered what I believe needs to be covered. Right. So and don't, I'm going to do a, a, an episode on that money thing here soon because that's the other big like rebuttal I can see myself making or see myself getting is like, you know, make less money to help more people. Or if you're only focused on money, you won't. That's all bullshit, and I'll explain why. Or you could listen to any other person with a lot of money on the internet that has done more for the planet. Every social issue or whatever other kind of issue is there that you care about, and you might think that the top one percent, you know, doesn't care about or whatever, they've probably done more to fix that issue than you will ever do in your life. So yes, people. Uh, yeah, people have no clue what what other people have have done to. To help the yeah. things that they're passionate about that they don't think yeah. they're also passionate about. Yeah, yeah, just like the Notre Dame case where everybody's all up in arms now because money got donated to that. But that 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 could be. We'd have to make like a literal news show in order to talk about that. But and if you don't understand that, go and listen to JRP Daily episode. Oh boy, I don't remember what number it is, but it's my interview with David Meltzer. So I want to say it's one. I I have no idea. Somewhere in the one seventies or one eighties. The one with David Meltzer, because that is up, his yeah, look that whole life mission. The dude's got a lot of money. He's like the top executive in sports. And his slogan, I guess it would be, is make a lot of money, help a lot of people, have a lot of fun. His whole slogan is help a lot of people make, I think I'm saying those out of order. I think it's make a lot of money, help a lot of people, have a lot of fun. And basically, he, yeah, I mean, he's been awarded like humanitarian of the year, probably multiple times. He's done wow, all, yeah. all this crazy stuff because every single one, of his businesses has like a humanitarian aspect like every dollar he makes goes well part of it goes to we'll go to something this charity that help. charity help this help that whatever you can think of and he's doing way more than you know socialism all the people, has all the people complain about it and so you know when you're starting to talk about how the one percent like take all the money and they're greedy and the no you don't understand how money works and the people with the most money are the most enabled people to help us. So instead of like bitching and complaining at them all the time, maybe you should be nice. Just a thought, but I don't know. I'm fired up today. So, but I, I think we're going to end it there. Yep. I'm, feeling it. I'm feeling my voice going away. 
So guys, my name is Justin Phillips. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, the internet at justinrp.net, Facebook, all those good places. And all that will be in the show notes below. Uh, If you're watching this, if you're watching this, you already found the YouTube channel. But if you, if you're on the YouTube channel, find JRP Daily on your favorite podcast streaming platform. If you're on a podcast streaming platform, go to YouTube and find JRP Daily there. Because I put more audios out than the podcast I put on YouTube. And then I also put YouTube content out that's not in the form of audio. So make sure you're subscribed to both because they're not the same. Some of them is overlapping for sure, like this episode itself. But there's but you only stuff. get all the content if you do both. Exactly. And you probably don't want all the content. You're probably fucking sick of hearing me by now. But you can also find Gerard on the internet if you want to do that and see his, his awesome artwork, which awesome is an understatement. But Gerard, tell them briefly where to do that. Yes, I am also on Facebook. Gerard Mir- uh, the Art of Gerard Mirabelli is Facebook. Uh, Instagram, I am GerardMirabelli.art. And then if you're an artsy person like me, like really artsy, you can go to ArtStation or DeviantArt. Look up my name there. You'll probably be able to find it. So. Yes. And one last thing, my name is Justin Phillips. Phillips has two L's in it. Gerard's name is spelled G-E-R-A-R-D, and his last name is spelled M-I-R-A-B-E-L-L-I. So go back, rewind, listen to that a couple more times till you get it, and then go find us in those places. Or just look in the show notes, because it's going to be written down there. And we'll see you next week. Hey guys, it's Justin here, and I just want to thank you so much for making it to the end of this episode. If you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe both to the YouTube channel and whatever audio streaming platform you use. Subscribe to JRP Daily on both because I put content up on the audio that doesn't go in video and vice versa. So make sure you are subscribed to both of those things. Likewise, if you are on YouTube, don't forget to hit the like button down below and leave a comment with your thoughts or your questions for us, and we will get on that ASAP. And lastly, if you have any friends or anybody that you think could benefit from seeing this, or even if you don't, share it with those friends or share it on your Facebook feed, on your Twitter feed, on your LinkedIn feed, whatever feed you have, wherever you could share it. You never know who might see it and who might benefit from it. And we're here to try to help as many people as possible and give entertainment and education to as many people as possible. So be sure to help us spread the word. We would super duper appreciate that. And that's it. Thanks again for watching, guys. And I'll see you in the next one.